Welcome to Day 355 of The New Way. I'll read John 21, 1-14. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, Friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, Throw your net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, It is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, a hundred and fifty-three. But even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. To really understand today's study, you will need to review day 54 from Luke 5, 4 through 11. There we read Luke's record of how these disciples were initially called by Jesus to follow him and begin their life's work as fishers of men. They were called to this ministry of leading people to Jesus and helping men find their way to God. It was not a temporary calling. It was a lifetime commitment. After seeing Jesus brutally tortured, their lives were in a jumble. They were scared. They were confused. Jesus appeared to them in the upper room, and now a few days later, we find them fishing. Had they returned to their former occupation? Or were they just killing time until they could decide what to do next? 
We are not towed. But what we do know is that Jesus met them right in the middle of their confusion and replayed almost exactly and very visibly and concretely the same scenario as the day they decided to leave their nets and follow him. This section reassures me that Jesus not only understands our doubts and confusion and questions, but he also has compassion and ministers to my needs in tangible ways. I deal with intense feelings of inadequacy. It stems from a childhood of verbal abuse and put-downs, but it also is Satan's biggest tool to attack me anytime I have a special opportunity to minister. I am amazed at the creative ways that God meets me in those fears and questions. The last time I was asked to speak at a women's gathering, I was really struggling with these big feelings of inadequacy. God sent a total stranger who approached me and said, I'm so glad that you are speaking to our group on Thursday. My friend told me that you really, really ministered to her when you shared your testimony with the choir. I can't wait to hear what you have to teach me on Thursday. Wow! I felt that God had just personally sent me the reassurance that I needed. Do you know that he cares about your needs and your feelings? In Judges 7, 9 through 15, you can read about God dealing with Gideon's fears as a leader of the Israelite army. Yes, God cares. He cared about these disciples who needed to be reminded of the work that they were called to do. He assured them by reminding them of who he was and that he was able to meet their needs. As we look at this third recorded appearance of Jesus to the apostles, we see him appearing to seven of them who had gone fishing without success. It was now close to dawn. They had fished all night and were now coming back to shore to clean their nets and go home. Jesus met them there in the early dawn. He was standing on the shore, but he called out to them and asked if they had caught any fish. Then he told them to drop their nets one more time. When they did, their nets were so filled with fish that they couldn't lift it into the boat. They had to drag it to the shore. I'll reread John 21, 7. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, It is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, 
and jumped into the water and rushed to Jesus. Jesus had prepared breakfast for the men. Then he asked them to bring some fish with them. John tells us that there were 153 large fish in the net, yet the net did not break. Notice that even though they knew it was Jesus, they were still confused by his appearance. I wonder if that was because his new body was so different or because they knew that he was supposed to be a dead man and they were still trying to figure things out. In his service, Dale.